but all the same, you know it's a groovy name, and the wind's just right. Look out, baby. Hey! The clouds are really low, and the overflow with cotton candy, and battlegrounds red and brown. But it's all in your mind, and don't waste your time thinking about bad things. Let's float your little mind around. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Lucky Green, and you are tuned in to KDRT 95.7 on the FM dial, broadcasting in Davis, California, or the Grassroot Groves. We have a group today, Zoomers, and we decided to do a theme on our top five favorite things. And here we go. Hi everyone, my name's Jackie, and today I will be asking my mom her top five favorite English phrases. My mom immigrated to the United States when she was 15 years old, and after living in the U.S. for 16 years, she decided to move back to Mexico. However, the life she lived in this country will forever be something she will remember. So mom, what are your top five English words? One of the first words I learned when I first arrived in the U.S. was when my teacher said to me, do you speak English? And with a song, I taught myself how to answer that question. Do you speak English? Do you speak English? And I had to answer. Yes, but just a little bit. <laughs> and it was the first word and phrase that I remembered without having any issues memorizing it because it was a song. The next one is one of the most difficult ones. It was when I had to look for a job, and I didn't know how to ask for one. And up until this day, I have trouble pronouncing it. If someone is hiring, which is... is are you hiring? And for me, to find a job, I had a lot of trouble asking for one and saying... Are you hiring? Or asking them the other question. I need, I need to, I need a job. Necesito trabajo. I need a job. Those were one of the words I had a lot of trouble pronouncing, but were necessary for me to find a job. One of my favorite English phrases was used in a coffee shop I worked in with the Ryan brothers. The one I always tell you. Life is too short to be bigger. And it's a phrase that always struck me. Y, y pues sí, la vida es muy corta para ser amarga. 
Another phrase is keep trying, sigue intentándolo. Keep trying. Yes, so never stop trying. Because it was something that always helped me, especially when learning these phrases. So as I kept practicing these words, the more I learned. So yeah, keep trying. Keep trying. Thank you, Mom. And thank you all for listening. So I want to know what your top five things are of anything. I like to go out into my container front yard here and deadhead my flowers, my geraniums and my azaleas. I love that. I love to just know that I have nothing to do in a day. And I could just stay in my sweats, wake up, and just chill. This is a funny one. I like to just splash water from a hose all around the garden. It's just seeing water coming out spraying. I don't know why I love that. Oh, I love just watching Bruno and just petting her and just looking at her. I just love that. Just staring at her. I do know one thing. I I really appreciate that I'm content with simple things. But I should be naming them more for you, right? Do you need some more? I love just going into my plastic floaties, those round things, and just bouncing on the um, like in Hawaii on the in the seashore. I love that. But you know, I know I love cats too because they were walking around the neighborhoods in Oakland. Every time I saw a cat, I had to stop. Like if I saw it in the window, I saw it in the street, one cat came, meow, 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 and then there's something wrong with her. She came across the street to me, but she walked sideways like she had a stroke or something. She just kept walking sideways. It was so odd. She kept walking. She kept all coming all the way to me, just walking sideways. And the paws were huge. I thought they were deformed. Charlie goes, what's wrong with those paws? The paws were huge. I think she could have been a little off, you know, physically and, you know, just in general. Just look, she was like, ah, and she and she was light gray. And then I was worried, and then she just would like plop down the middle of the street. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any parting words for the radio and for your listeners? Oh, I did have a favorite quote that I liked. It was for the memorial service of Congressman John Lewis. His um, chief of staff said what she knew Congressman John Lewis prioritized in life. And it's be kind. And there's more of it. Be kind and just be the best you can and be engaged. But it's so important to always be aware of it and be intentful of it. But I know a lot of people aren't. I want to go soon. Yeah, you can go. It's time for me to go now to grocery outlet because it's Sunday night. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Can I leave now, Molly? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, you you have to go to the grocery outlet. Yeah, I do. Can I hang up now? Yeah, you can hang up. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. You're not offended that I'm leaving early, are you? No. Can I leave? Yes. Bye, love you. Bye, love. Okay, bye. Bye, I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. Hi, guys. This is Victoria. Today, I'm going to interview my friend Charlie about his top five movies. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm good. Great. Then let's get straight to the point. Please share with us your top five movies. Okay. 
You know, I like classic movies, so I have talked about the Harry Potter series. Harry Potter is a novel that I love to read since I was a child, so this movie series is really impressive for me. And of course, the filming is also very good. I also want to talk about the Matrix series, especially the first one. I clearly remember that when I watched it for the first time, I began to have a self-doubt. Is this world real? Am I real? The topic of this movie is about AI, philosophy, awareness, and other issues. Every time I watch it, it gives me a different understanding. Okay, now it's time to enter your top three ranking. Ranked third in my mind is the pursuit of happiness. This movie is so healing. I think people can watch this movie when they are losing hope for the future. The most emotional part of the whole film is the interaction between the male protagonist and his son. There is deep feeling in the ordinary, so I like it very much. Next, I will give the second place to the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect is a natural science theory, just like this movie explained. Any small link probably will have a huge impact on the development of things. Well, you are really a fan of classic movies. So what's your favorite one? That must be The Legend of 900. The protagonist 900 was born on a ship and died on the ship. He's like a person who has never existed before. The first time he gave up this disembarking, he gave up wealth and fame. And the second time he gave up his life. And the end of the film, he expressed his fear, which impressed me deeply. He said, there are 88 keys on the keyboard I can't control, but there, there are thousands of streets in the city I can't control. Only God can. All right, thank you for your sharing. I hope everyone can find movies that are meaningful to them. Bye. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys, and you're probably getting tired of me saying that by now. So anyway, it's Lucky Green, AKA Sirius, and I decided to do something different today. So I came up with the top five musical mashups that shouldn't work, but yet somehow they do. Number five, Kendrick Lamar's Backseat Freestyle versus AHA's Take On Me. Number four, Herbie Hancock's Doing It versus Metallica's Master of Puppets. Number three, Wiz Khalifa versus Toto's Africa. Yeah. 
fast living, good weed, bad women. Rolling up joints with hash in them. True pot head, do everything last minute. Not concerned with the cash I'm spending because the cash I get it. Groupies fall through and crash with us. Watch movies, laugh, go in their bag and smoke their last with us. Bombs, bowls, vapors, gas masks. Number two. Modern Talking's Brother Louie versus 50 Cent's in the club. And coming in the number one spot, it's DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince's Summertime versus Washed Out's Feel It All Around. Looks like that's all the time we have today, folks. Enjoy the rest of the show, and until next time. And that's it for the Zoomers, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that little segment. And now we're going to move over to group two. What do you guys have for us today? Hi, everyone. I hope you're all having an amazing day. I'm Gio, and our group is vague. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the supernatural and more specifically ghosts. I know that Anna has a really good story for us. So Anna, do you just want to kick it off? Uh, yeah. Um, first question though. Um, do you guys believe in ghosts or the paranormal? Um, personally, I'm very like skeptical of it. I've, I mean, I kind of had experiences when I was a kid, but to be honest, I just feel like because I was just a really scared kid and honestly I probably needed therapy. I think I just I think it was just like my imagination and fear, but like now I'm like I'm pretty skeptical of it, but I do think it's like super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh what about you, Victor? Um, how do you feel about ghosts and the paranormal? Like I think when I was younger, I like I didn't really really believe it back then, but as I grew up, like hearing more stories from like other people, like my family and friends, I think I like I've slowly grown into like believing into ghosts. Yeah. Um. Um. I following the status, I, um, more than 45 percent of Americans believe demons and ghosts are real. Um, but I think that the ghosts don't exist. Because human deaths are almost unjust and painful, the probability of the a peaceful death is a pro, like five percent. The remaining 95 percent are tragically killed by accident, unless injury, suicide, or murder. Um, in other words, it, it is true that the soul or soul of an unjust or miserably that person become a ghost. The earth will be totally filled with ghosts, so I don't think the ghosts exist. 
Um, well, I'm going to start off um, when I was um, at a previous house, uh, when I was a little bit younger, um, we had just had like a, you know, a blackout. And of course, being younger, I was like terrified because I don't know where, just darkness. Um, and then what made it even worse was that we heard the blender go off and like it was con like it just started blending. What? Yeah. So, but then like when I tell it to people, their first question is like, was it plugged in? Maybe it was a shortage. I was like, no, it wasn't even plugged in. Like we weren't even using it. Like there was no reason for it to turn on. Um, and it's very strange because that same like thing happened when we moved to a different house and it was like, it wasn't even plugged in. I was like, what is going on here? And then I know- well, that my Oh, I have a question, I have a question. So like, okay, so when you go to the blender, like it was not plugged in? No, like, what? no, it wasn't even close to an outlet. You said this happened at like both houses? Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Wait, so a ghost it was is very like strange and like i know at that um at my old house my brother once he claimed he saw like someone sitting in my dad's car and the way he described him was uh exactly like my uncle who had passed away like a month before mm -hmm. and like we believed him because he was really freaked out like to the point where he like like ran and told my parents like oh my god i think there's someone trying to like steal the car it was very funny mm -hmm. because our third, like house was fenced too so like we, we would be able to hear them if they were trying to because it's not it's like a very quiet place so any like sound you can hear oh uh, yeah but he was terrified and then once we moved into the new house like we would hear footsteps it's not like you know like a cat on the roof or like squirrels or whatever these were like heavy mm -hmm. heavy footsteps <laughs> and it was always at night when you could hear them and so we were like eh you know maybe we're just going out of our minds whatever and then I remember I invited my friend over because um I was making us chicken nuggets because we got hungry and so I was making chicken nuggets and then out of nowhere all the doors slammed at once and she got so terrified that she left what? But my first, yeah <laughs> out at first you know she knew she knew what she was getting into I had told her these stories beforehand too so she knew she knew I guess she just didn't believe me like a lot of people do so that's when like all the doors slammed at once and like we just heard like knocking and what her first instinct was to run out the door right normal Mine was like, I gotta like make sure these chicken nuggets are done and they don't burn because then I'm gonna burn down the house. <laughs> and it's gonna be so awful for me, like when my parents come home. And so like I finished cooking that and stuff like that. Uh, then when my brother came along, he would hear like he would tell us once he got a little older when he could talk, like there was like a woman, like like a woman dressed in white in the closet, just like holding a knife, and that's what he would see. And like, he would only tell me about it because we oh were very- Oh my God. We still are close. Um, and then I told my mom, I was like, hey, like, I don't know if something's wrong with him. Like maybe we should take him to see someone or like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, well, actually there was a woman who died in the room that he's like talking about. And I'm like, you didn't tell <laughs> us this when you moved into the house? Like what? It was so strange. Um, 
but yeah like eventually he grew out of it and like he just stopped seeing it supposedly mm-hmm. and then um one time when I was alone in my house I was like cooking and my brother had gone out to go run and uh I was like washing dishes and then out of nowhere I like I feel someone that's with me and then I see a shadow pass by and I was like what the heck and then the bathroom like the like it turned on like the tub turned on and I was like did I just miss my brother coming in like like did he come in and did I just not see him because like the front door and the back door are visible from where I was standing I was like maybe I don't know maybe I just like blanked out and I didn't see him and then I go in the water was on but like no one was there and then like 10 minutes later he comes in through the door and I was like were you just here did you turn on like the tub he's like Mm -hmm. no and I'm like what the heck it's so strange and then like recently like when I was back home like two weeks ago I was alone it's always when I'm alone too I was alone and I was sitting I was watching True Jackson VP and I was eating a sandwich and I had finished (laughs) oh I remember that show (laughs) yeah I was watching it and then um what was it I heard like the door slam and I was like okay I got up to go check with it but not the first you know first I grabbed the knife because you know I'm not going there without protection mm-hmm. if it's a ghost or not my first thought was maybe it was a person so I went to go check and I was like okay nothing I was like text messaging my friends I was like god this like ghost is like slamming doors not even paying rent and then right when I sent that like literally <laughs> bags fall from the kitchen I was like hold up I was playing my bad you could stay here whatever jokingly um so it's very strange another incident that happened to my brother was I was in the room my older brother I was in the room and he was in the living room on the computer then out of nowhere I hear the banging on like my room on like the door and he was like on on and I thought he was just being annoying so I was like what do you want and he's like open the door and I was like what do you mean like why I don't want to open the door for you and he's like open the door and he like ran inside out of breath and he said that when he was sitting at the computer, like in the corner of his eye, he like glanced and saw a little boy dressed in like a tuxedo. And he, that's when he got like panicked because before he saw the little boy in the tuxedo, he saw like a white dot, like go like flash. Mm-hmm. And so that's what made him see like the little boy. And he got so panicked. He was like, I'm not going back there. I'm just going to stay here. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't want you to stay here, but I guess. <laughs> like I, I didn't but like knowing what like we've been through it's like I kind of believe it because my mom like um after like hearing the footsteps uh she like got holy water from like seven churches and then finally everything had calmed mm-hmm. down but it wasn't until like two weeks ago um when I was there when I was telling you I was texting my friend and whatever that's when I started hearing the footsteps again at night and so like I was kind of used to it so I was like telling my mom like mom I'm hearing footsteps again and then I told her about what happened when I was alone she's like all right I'll get the holy water on like nonchalant about it and like just <laughs> very calm about it like it was like you know normal to us it's very weird but mm-hmm. I definitely do believe in ghosts I, I always feel like there's something lurking in the house that just like it's waiting Although interesting thing that did yeah, happen. Yeah, like um 
Yeah. Oh no. I was just going to say, um, when my mom was praying, like, um, you know, blessing the house with holy water, it got on me and it burned me. And like, I screamed, I first, I didn't know what she was doing. And then like, all I felt was like something fall on my arm. And I was like, screaming. I was like, Oh, it burns. I was like, what is that? Like, I started getting mad because I was like, why is she like throwing something like burning hot in the air? And then she was like, that's holy water. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to (laughs) go. Yeah, I definitely do. It's like an exorcism or something. (laughs) I I guess it was very strange because like I just... I didn't know what it was. I just felt it on my arm and I felt it burn. I was like, what are you doing? Like, why does mm-hmm. it hurt? And stuff like that. <laughs> I think that might be oh a my sign. God. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do want to go, like, go explore haunted houses. I, but, like, I don't want to go alone. I want to kind of go with a group. Never alone. Mm-hmm. Although one thing I'll never do is, like, play with the Ouija board like that. No. No. Never. Fun fact, I um I almost played with one because my cousin left it when he moved and I didn't know what it was. So I was just I thought it was like a board game and yeah, I just I didn't I didn't know. So good thing my cousin my other cousin came in right when I was about to use it. Oh thankfully stopped you. But that is that looks like we're out of time. Um, but before we go on to the next group, we would like to take Good a moment job, of silence for those two. You did a fantastic job, but I have a scary story of my own to tell you. It was a dark and stormy November night. Donald Trump got reelected. Booga, 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 booga. Anyway, this is Lucky Green. And yet again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to KDRT 95.7 on the FM dial where we talk school. And we're back at it, people. Group three, what's up? Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, this is Josh with Guangbo. And uh, today, we have a lot to discuss, um, mainly about superheroes and film. So, uh, uh, Michael, do you want to start us off? Because I know you feel some type of way about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess it depends. But I guess one of the main thing, like it just a bit of a continuation of, uh, I believe a couple of weeks program ago when we, uh, when we had the same discussion, are superhero movies real cinema? And I think that we didn't really finish off that conversation. So we could do a little bit of a quick wrap up of that. Also, Michael, so, hold up, hold up real quick. Can, can we take that moment of silence? Because the last group did not, uh, for the people who lost their lives in the San Jose shooting. Oh yeah, Absolutely. All right. Uh, hopefully, yeah, that we was apologize for the dead air, that. but yeah. Yes, like, um, but yeah, yeah no, um, people lost their lives. But um, it's very important to acknowledge that uh, the the superhero movies I feel like are cinema, and I think that was like my overall consensus. Uh, Martin Scorsese, we can meet outside if you want, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they are cinema, and I think that people put work into those as they're they're telling a story which right. they are right and 
I, I 100% feel like their cinema. If Martin Scorsese wants to at me on Twitter, does he even have a Twitter? <laughs> I have like, no I, idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Like normally people. Yeah, phase four. See, but that's where I think that they switch to uh, TV shows. So uh, they're, they're, the TV shows still give you that cinematic experience, but in your own living room. And I'm not even going to lie, phase four of Marvel looks good. Obviously, um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. They're still coming out with uh, Black Panther 2. And I don't, I don't either, but I figure they're just going to focus more on Shuri. And that is how the movie's going to go. But phase four does not look as exciting as phase one through three did. <laughs> and I think it's because we've had 10 years of, like you said, predictable cinema. And yes, it's nostalgia. So people are going to go see it. And that's ultimately what Hollywood is for. They want people to go see their movies. They want to make millions. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. I, and I think ultimately this like what I said a couple of weeks ago, ultimately this conversation boils down to what is cinema at its root? Because I mean, obviously there are two lines of thought. One of them is, well, cinema in of itself is just, you know, a movie, right? And movies, obviously a movie that is created is a movie. So a movie, any movie is cinema, but there is also like cinema, the art form and kind of the more uh, less commercial side of cinema and I think that that's kind of where Martin Scorsese is kind of hitting on that aspect um, I, I think uh, Giovanna had made a good point um, in the chat actually um, it's cinema but it doesn't mean it's good cinema and <laughs> I mean I, I get it because it's it's one of those things where yes they are telling a story yes it's action-packed yes you are engaged with the media that you are watching but it is is predictable like you've seen the story a million times and because it's nostalgia we already know the story so one of my favorite things about uh the new spider-man was they did not show uncle ben dying because we know his origin story well yeah because because we've seen it like it's the same thing with batman like yeah. we don't need to see like his parents be murdered in an alley because we've seen it But he yeah. dies for, for the greater purpose, and that's different. Uncle Ben literally died. Nah, Uncle Ben died. Okay, like we go. No, Uncle, Uncle, ben, <laughs> Uncle Ben died to start the story. And, and, it, it is completely different. It is completely different because Uncle Ben dies. Different. Because Okay, okay, okay. Let's look at this objectively from uh, from a story perspective, all right? Uncle Ben, why? what was the reason that Uncle Ben died? Well, it was to teach Peter Parker 
a lesson and to start a story, right? And not just the, that, like he dies from the man who Peter let get away. Exactly. But the fun, like, but the fundamental reason why Tony Stark died is completely different. Completely so yes, different. in in essence, yeah, it is like a father figure dying. Even though in that Spider Man story, yeah, in the... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's the same thing I, at all. I think that, like, yes, I get what you're saying. A father figure needs to die in order for Spider-Man to, like, hit that next level. But for me, them not showing Uncle Ben dying gives more depth to the character because we, as the audience, are so familiar with that IP that we know what happens. We have seen Spider-Man movies. We have, like, read the comics. So we know Uncle Ben dies, which is the reason he becomes Spider-Man. Yeah, we, we don't need to rehash the original scene. Yeah. You don't need him. Right, right, but we, we don't, don't need, need him. Tom actor. Holland does a great job just being Spider-Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we don't need that because we've had Uncle Ben in all the other Spider-Man movies. So essentially what they're saying is look at the other Spider-Man movies. There's and you Uncle get the ben, entire story. see it again. Exactly. Because of Zendaya. I'm not even going to lie. Because of Zendaya. Because of Zendaya. <laughs> that's, that's it. Because, because of her. That's fair. That's that's a fair assessment. Uh no, I have not. I I haven't watched since like the circus season. <laughs> uh, but I. Well, I, I think overall, like, the new Spider-Mans, people love Tom Holland. People love Tom Holland. And, no, it's, well, that's I, the point. I think it's, and, and to your point, to your point, actually, when he, when Tom Holland starts to disintegrate and Tony Stark walks over to him and Tony Stark is, like, the reason all of this happened and Peter Parker is dying in his arms, like, it's that opposite feeling. Like, think about if if Uncle Ben had died or Uncle Ben saw Peter Parker die in front of him. It's like that opposite feeling. Well, I'm I'm thinking like Uncle Ben Uncle Ben doesn't know who who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man saves Uncle Ben and then like Rhino comes out of nowhere and beats the crap out of Spider-Man in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines.
can can I give you guys a hot take though? Um, I actually liked Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. <laughs> okay, okay, I I can't agree with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I bad Peter Parker, good Spider Man. Yes. And I feel like Tom Holland, because he's in high school and we're actually getting like the high school Spider-Man and he has to balance his superhero life and his Spider-Man life. How do we go off onto (laughs) Spider-Man? I mean, this is this is some crazy tangent that we just managed to get on at some point. But Tom Holland is so let me just explain. Tom Holland looks 16 because Spider-Man is supposed to be a teenager. Exactly. Supposed to be young, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yes but in the original in the original marvel canon of he's original a kid. spider-man he's, he's a, a kid. kid he's gotta look like a kid well then watch the different movie That's yeah i was gonna say he's about <laughs> I, I think that Tom Holland, people flock to the Tom Holland Spider-Man because it's that, like, you actually get the high school experience. There is a lot of responsibility being a high school kid and also being Spider-Man, and it's hard to balance the two. Yeah. And as of right now, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know, we need to get to it, um, but no, thank you. We'll have to have this discussion off air. Yeah. <laughs> thank you all. Uh, we are Guangbo, and uh, we appreciate you for listening. Thank you, Guangbo, for that uh, insightful perspective, <laughs> Spider-Man. Once again, this is Lucky Green, and you are tuned in to KDRT, 95.7 on the FM dial, broadcasting in Davis, California, where the grassroots goes. And we're on to our last group, I believe. What do you guys have for us? All right, so this is Connect4, and... Um, <clears throat> Um, we decided that uh, because uh, it's been a long time since a lot of us have been to concerts, and uh, that's one of the things that we're looking forward to the most after um, this whole lockdown's over, we figured that we would share some songs uh, from the last band that we saw live before the pandemic. So for me, um, a couple months in January, is January 2020 was the last concert I went to, and uh, that was just a couple months before the pandemic. I got to see Earth Gang in um, Ace of Spades, Sacramento, and that was super cool for me. Um, and so I guess we're just going to play a couple songs from uh, all of the bands that we saw. Up first is uh, the song Bank by Earth Gang. It's the radio edit version, so there's like a lot of words missing, um, but it's still an awesome song. So, so uh, yeah, I think one of us has that song queued up. The chip on my shoulder, I got him in there. Okay. I tried to be cool with you, thought I was playing, I thought you knew better. You gonna have to kill me this time, because honestly, I can keep going forever. You measure a man by the lights on the ground, but how do he move under pressure? The difference between choosing and beggars. This tech automatic, my life automatic, I'm tired of humans and errors. I turn you to switch for the chef. I do for my ancestors. Life is your parameters, I push the boundaries, your 
Niggas, I'm who you trying to be. Used to want jewelry, now I got property. Business is booming and bragging like pottery. Look at them go. Keep, keep, keep getting momentum. Keep, keep, get the fuck out the way. Keep, 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 I'll always tell the back. Look at them go. Keep, keep, keep getting momentum. Keep, keep, get the fuck out the way. Keep, 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 I'll always tell the back. Coast to coast. All I know, ain't no sporty or these sorry, bro. Yeah, skull, ain't no scully or some squirrel with you. I'm a know that they can never be offended. Strike a pose, take a picture, clip, hype beast. The hype been the beast, I was born with teeth. I done around and flooded down her overreach. Good advice, trust your instincts, don't overthink. If it ain't about money, why are you approaching me? Look at them. Keep, keep, keep getting momentum. Beep, beep, get the fuck out the way. Keep, 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 I'll always tell the back. Look at them go. Keep, keep, keep getting momentum. Beep, beep, get the fuck out the way. Keep, 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 I'll always tell the back. So that was a, a clip from Bink by Earth Gang. Um, they're super fun. Really, they're so much fun. I loved seeing them. Uh, that was the most, like, hype that I've ever seen Apes of Spades in Sacramento. And um, if you guys are going to Outside Lands this year, they're also going to be there. So I'm super hyped to see them again. Um, who wants to go next? Um, I think I'm going next, but I just want to say Apes of Spades is, like, one of my favorite venues ever like that must have been crazy right there yeah dude i love um when people share love for ace of spades ace of spades is awesome and that was absolutely like every out of every concert i've ever seen there earth king was the best they were able to get like the whole crowd like moving back and forth it was so much fun i really wanted to see I them <laughs> again it was great um yeah i guess i'll introduce my the next song um i saw Rudy, Deanda, and Habibi in Sacramento as well. I think it was um, at the Starlet Room at Harlow's. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, um, but it was like this bar area above a venue, and it was like just a super small show, um, like two weeks before COVID shut everything down. Um, but this song is a snippet of The Mirror by Rudy Deanda. Stop wasting my time You said you were at the fair When you called me I knew that you weren't there It's true that these were just lies I could tell just from your stare I'm not getting off 
Yeah, so once again, that was uh, The Mirror by Rudy Deanda. It was a super fun show. And the next person can take it away now. All right, so I kind of feel like I'm going to kill the vibe because they had upbeat songs. But the last band I saw was at the end of 2019. I saw them at the Fillmore. It was Bombay Bicycle Club. And they're one of my top bands. And now you're going to hear Leave It by the Bombay Bicycle Club.
once again, that was Bombay Bicycle Club and the song is Leave It. I'll pass it on to the next person. I think, thank you for that song. I think just to, uh, you know, lift up the mood. I actually never been to a concert before, <laughs> but I hope that if I ever had the chance, probably I might go after this pandemic. So if there's actually one band I actually could see will be Priscilla. And one of their, one of my, actually one of the, my favorite songs is, is called Feel Good. So here's them.
Again, that was Godzilla Feel Good. So that was actually the, all the songs we have, the last concert we have heard before. And if I could, I would actually like to go to that concert. Hey, good job, Connect Four. Great music choices. I'm really digging it. So we're going to leave it open to open form. So if you guys want to put anything out there that you will wish to be said, you know, in um, a previous segment, then let it be known. Bro, I just want to get back to this Spider-Man thing. Like, why do you have to be Spider-Man? <laughs> Does anybody else have any? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get back to the important matters. I am not. I am not content with where we left it. <laughs> well, because they Venom. don't have the right. It's, it's, it's coming in Venom. It's coming in Venom. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. But you can't if you're going to like if you're going to make an IP, then make it the way that people who have read the IP and know it from beginning to end want it. No, like, don't if don't you read the IP. You know, he grows up and goes to yes, college. He grows up and goes to college. No, I would love this that. I would love reboot. that. But you still this have to a start. Reboot it yes, in college. You have to start with no, the beginning. Can't. No, you can't. Why not? <laughs> at the beginning. Have you ever like? What if they stole? What if they remade Star Wars but started on Episode Five? That's better. Right? Let's do they that. Start on Episode Four. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I mean, we it was, it was yeah, rough. Okay. It was rough. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. What's? The best part of that. Of all the new Star Wars is when the Starship Destroyer like flies through the other ship and it was just silent in the theater for a minute. But uh, see, okay, I, I have I have a problem with that scene because if that's what happens when a person drives through a fleet of starships when they hit a hyperdrive, why doesn't everyone do that? Because, be no because it's suicide bomb. Yeah, it'd be, <laughs> it would be right, no movie. It's the best tactic. <laughs> Hey, my man, you better you better hop off Rose. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, the new the the newer ones were bad. Like we, I think we can yeah, agree okay. we on can that. We can all agree on that. We can all but, agree. From Davis, California, where the grass root grows. Until then, and until next time. Sean Feeder, and I'm Rita, and this is the Center for the Arts. Thank you so much. Thank you.
This hour of KDRT programming is underwritten by Berryessa Brewing Company, a craft brewery and tap room featuring a rotating selection of fresh brews, live music, and a relaxed atmosphere on the patio. Open Thursday through Sunday and located at 27260 Highway 128 Winters. Information at BerryessaBrewingCo.com. <laughs> 